The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out and save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find you were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today we're going to talk a little technical SEO. Joining us is Dan Taylor, who's the head of research and development at the Salt Agency, which is an independent technical SEO agency specializing in helping companies reach technical excellence as well as producing demand generation strategies for businesses of various stages of maturity and product adoption life cycles. And today, Dan and I are going to talk about debugging complex canonical issues. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Dan Taylor, the head of research and development at the Salt Agency. Dan, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Hi, Ben. Uh, Thank you for having me. Excited to have you here. Thank you for joining from across the pond. Your accent tells me that you are somewhere in the UK. Did I get it correctly? Right, it's Amy All right, there we go. Well, hey, appreciate you staying up a little late and joining this podcast. We're going to talk technical SEO, and our first topic is debugging complex canonical issues. We've got a wide variety of SEOs listening to this podcast. Let's start with what are canonical issues first, and then we'll get on to debugging them. Give me the definition of a canonical issue. So I guess the kind of the TLDR of a canonical issue is where you have a declared canonical either by default or self-referencing, or one you've chosen to default one, uh, sorry, canonical one URL to another, 
for one reason, whether it be technical, quality threshold, or a multitude of issues Google is choosing to ignore the canonical directive. Okay, so talk to me about some of the different types of canonical issues that people are most likely to run into. So for me, canonical issues fall into two camps. There's the just downright technically wrong in the sense that we either have implemented the canonical tag wrong or to the wrong page, which is quite common, especially on international sites with multi-region or very complex sites and subfolders, or the secondary element where Google is having a hard time discerning the difference in value proposition between different pages and be part of the algorithms that govern how Google interprets canonical signals. It's just trying to choose the wrong URL. So then it comes down to clearing up and signal consolidation to ultimately get Google to index and serve the page for you desire it to. All right. So you've got the same page and multiple versions of it, and you're using your canonical tags to try to show Google which version is meant for which experience. Let's talk about how you understand when you have a canonical issue. What's the mechanism you're using to highlight that these issues are actually happening? The issues can manifest in a number of different places. Quite commonly, we'll see them manifest in Google Search Console. For international websites, this will typically arrive as a coverage issue of duplicates. Google chose different canonical user, and there's other derivatives along those lines of Google is essentially overriding the user declared canonical. So that's a place to start initially. When you start going through that data, some of them may be actual issues, or some of them may just be Google making the correct decision, but because it's picking one URL over another, it's still in Google's eyes, flagging as an error because Search Console isn't objective. But the other side, we oftentimes find these is just in general site crawling, where pretty much all modern site crawlers, site bold screen, frog, etc., will en masse be able to report when a declared URL, which is the page 200 or URI, has a conflicting self-referencing canonical, which means the canonical pointing to a different page. Again, when you start debugging through those, some might be actual issues, but others aren't. But it's on the larger e-commerce sites and more larger site structures where the complexity comes into play because canonical strategies can be used to curb wayward indexing and also curb potential index bloats. And it's when people implement those strategies and they go awry, that's when the more complex issues come about. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. 
Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So once you've highlighted that you have a problem, you're going into Search Console, you're looking at the errors that Google's mentioning. You mentioned that there's some other tools like your crawling tools, your screaming frogs, your deep crawls that can help you understand if these issues are happening. And what's the process for fixing and amending? How do you go through the debugging process? So it initially starts if you look at the URL, which is flagging the canonical issue. We can use a sneaker store, for example. It could just be the re-white version of a sneaker is the one that Google is choosing to serve versus the other versions and other colors, etc. You first all need to actually just look at it at face value and actually determine it is an issue. Sometimes Google makes this change on the basis of the two separate indexes. So it might be reporting that in the index, Google is choosing a different canonical. But then when you replicate it in actual search in the wild, the serving index is still providing the right page because even though it might not be indexed, the URLs are known to Google and the reasons as to why the canonical has been overwritten is also known and tagged in those files as well. Once you kind of got past that stage of if it is issue, yes, no, so I'm kind of working with a mental flowchart, it's then ascertaining whether or not it's a technical issue. So the technical issue can be down to the actual implementation of the canonical either in the HTML or in the HTTP header itself. It's also worth checking to make sure they both match if they're both being used because typically Google just chooses the first one it comes across. And because the header response is always the first thing it gets, you'll typically, in my experience, choose the header response over the HTML. And then it's breaking down and establishing is it just we're internally linking to the page when we're choosing to canonical to another. Are we sending weak signals from a technical perspective to Google and what actually we want to send users to? Because Google tries to mimic that user intent engine. And then it's breaking when from if the technical side of things relatively checks out okay, it's then starting to determine the value propositions between the pages and whether or not we're actually trying to serve the right page with the right intent and the right content match the query. And then that becomes a much broader and a wider kind of conversation. So I understand that sometimes there are technical issues and whether it's in the head of the website or whether it's in the actual canonical tag, the HTML, whether it's in the HTML, you know, Google can basically pick the wrong tag and point your users to the wrong page. But if you're speaking specifically about technical implementation problems first. That means that there's also non-technical implementation. What are some of the ways that people use canonical tags that get them into trouble that aren't Google reading the HTML and making objective decisions? What are some of the non-technical issues you can run into with canonical tags? So the non-technical issues really come down to what is, in my opinion, a misunderstanding of the old adage technique of link of link sculpting and page sculpting and how internal links work on a site. So you can produce a 
article, for example, which provides supporting content around coffee beans, it'll include a lot of keywords, a lot of content, and it'll internally link through to product pages, commercial pages. What I oftentimes see sometimes is because those articles rank higher on a commercial page, the business obviously wants the commercial pages to rank higher for certain terms because they contain the CDA, the CTAs, sorry, they have the lead generation elements, they ultimately they're the ones to try and make money. So what people sometimes do is they'll canonical those informational focus pages to the commercial. And the expectation is that they can have the best of both worlds without looking at what the actual query intent is and what the users actually want to get out of it. So in those instances, Google can sometimes turn around and go, well, the queries that people are searching for, this page, which you're choosing to canonical to another, is a much better fit and it makes a lot more sense. So I'm actually going to ignore the canonical you're telling me to use and I'm going to serve this page and I'm going to serve it well still because it's a better query fit. It's got a better value proposition for what I want to show. In the grand scheme of things, how should SEOs prioritize finding and debugging their canonical issues? Is this something that is a make or break experience? You know, Where does this go through? Where does this live in your process for finding technical SEO issues or, or reasons why your site isn't performing the way it should? The answer to that, for me, depends on the site type. If it's a relatively straightforward centralized structure website, like most SaaS websites, most tech sites out there, I'd probably say once it's been checked off as a tick box, it's probably not going to be a major issue. When you move into international and e-commerce and complex site structures, such as that, it can be more make or break. I'm looking at an international site at the moment where even though the international tags, the HFLang, everything is set up correctly, the reason why they're not performing internationally is just because all the international versions have a canonical referencing the American English version. So the American English version is still ranking globally. The site doesn't have a lot of authority. It's not a known brand. It's missing some other issues. So in this instance, Google's not looking at it and going, oh, I can see you've made a mistake here. I'm still going to rank the German version in Germany. Instead, it's just kind of going, yeah, I'll just follow what you want. So that's an, that's an example or a good example of where it's literally making or breaking that size success internationally, really, with content. It always depends on what type of site and what your objectives are in SEO. But when you're talking about complex sites with large volumes of content, multiple variants for individual products or page types that you're duplicating and modifying small pieces. Canonical tags are very important and can be very complicated as well. When you're thinking about internationalization, when Google has multiple versions of your site that they need to pick up, sometimes your canonical tags can get mixed up with their hreflang, showing which site you want the search engine to pick up for each individual country. It can be a make or break decision and one technical challenge that all SEOs should be paying attention to. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Dan Taylor, the head of research and development at the Salt Agency for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Dan and I are going to continue the conversation talking about edge SEO and utilizing CDNs. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Dan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Taylor Dan RW, that's T A Y L O R D A N R W, or you could visit his company's website, which is salt.agency.
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast, feed we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week so hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day all right that's it for today but until next time remember the answers are always in the data 